What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 67, and this is my weekly recap show where I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows, give you the recap, let you know what's going on in both of these companies. I'll let you know if there's a match that you should go out of your way to check out or if you should just skip the show entirely. Obviously, I'll be talking about uh, storylines and fantasy booking and all of that stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun here. I've been a wrestling fan for a very long time, about 25 years now. So let's dive into the recap. We will be starting off with Monday Night Raw. They were in Georgia this week. Oh my goodness. Dom and Rhea Ripley kick off the show, getting booed absolutely mercilessly. That is hilarious. Cody Rhodes comes out, and he is cheered mercilessly. That's that's standard stuff. Cody quotes Cat in the Hat and calls Dom a children's book. I mean, ouch. Cody demands Dom fight him here and now. Dom chickens out, and he runs away. Entertaining opening. I mean, it got the crowd nice and fired up, cheering hard for Cody and booing harder for Dom Mysterio. I really like that. Good opening. Solid thumbs up. I don't know why I said good, solid thumbs up. That's just, uh, okay. Moving on, we got Shinsuke versus Ricochet. Ricochet and Shinsuke kick each other in the face. They fall to the floor, and Bronson is cheering them on as they kick each other's faces off. Shin decides to say hello to Bronson, kicking him in the face, and Bronson ends up getting ejected for that. So, Bronson is out of here. We got Ricochet uh, avoiding a Kinshasa from Shinsuke. That looked really awesome. A sliced bread, perfect shooting star press, and Ricochet with another huge W right here. Gosh, damn, not bad, not bad at all, Ricochet. No interfering in this match, just a good quality match in the ring. Enjoyed it. 7 out of 10. We got Matt Riddle getting interviewed about Imperium. Ludwig interrupts being a douchebag and and whatnot, so Riddle lays into him with some forearm smashes. Gunther then blasts Riddle in the face, accepts a match, and leaves. Alrighty. We got Ronda with Shayna Baszler going up against Rodriguez with Liv Morgan. Rodriguez deadlifts Ronda while in the armbar, slamming Rousey to the mat. That was pretty good. Liv decides to attack Sonya, or sorry, Shayna. Ronda rolls up Raquel for the W. Short match. I mean, Ronda showing off her MMA background. I mean, she was looked very natural in there, as she is. And Raquel displays her strength. It was a solid match overall, just not very long. We got Seth Rollins. He is welcomed by the crowd. Seth shouts out Carmelo Hayes that's in the crowd, thanks him for helping him last week, and then Rollins calls out Finn Balor. But Balor does not show up. Rollins admits that he ain't 100% going into Money in the Bank. Finn Balor with a sneak attack on Rollins. Mello assists Seth yet again. Fine segment. I mean, Seth not being 100% going into Money in the Bank. That is going to be a major storyline going into that match. So, obviously, I, I don't doubt that Seth is going to win, but he's going to be hurt. And then we got Tommaso Ciampa. He is interviewed about why he attacked former friend The Miz last week. While Champa was hurt, he says that The Miz never called on him once, never checked in on him or anything. So what a douchebag you are, The Miz. So they're going to have a match. It is Champa versus The Miz. Miz jumps Champa before the bell, nails a skull-crushing finale on the floor, and Champa is not able to fight. Damn it, Miz. I just, ugh, whatever. So we're not going to get that match just yet. Probably upcoming. We got the tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, doing the interrupting on Imperium this week. 
Kevin not under any challenges this week, so he is able to absolutely blow his top again on Imperium. Freaking hilarious. Sammy challenges Gunther to a 1v1, and it's accepted. Funny little segment right here. That's a thumbs up. We got Dom Mysterio with Rhea Ripley versus Tazawa. Yeah. Tazawa off to a hot start, hitting a nice dive. Then he gets distracted by Ripley. Dom takes over, nails a frog splash for the W. I mean, always happy to see Tazawa. He tried his best, but uh, just a quick, not that interesting match. We got a uh, Women's Money in the Bank Summit. So all entrance in the ring with Corey Graves. Bailey being obnoxious. You got Selena threatening her with the flip-flop. She means freaking business. I like that. Things get ugly. A brawl breaks out. Becky takes out everybody with a dive, climbs the ladder, and grabs the briefcase. So are we foreshadowing for the winner of Money in the Bank this weekend? Perhaps. But I really enjoyed this, man. Like, Selena, she was really fired up talking trash. EO, she was adorable. And strong trash talking all around, man. I thought it was a really good segment. Thumbs up. We move on. It is Gunther with Kaiser versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Giovanni makes his way to the ring on crutches. Uh-oh. Sami nails a top rope rolling powerbomb that was dope. Gunther hitting his head really hard on the mat on that one looked quite painful. Sammy hits a nice dive, goes for the huluva kick, the referee is distracted, so Giovanni hits Sammy with the crutch, P-bomb from Gunther, and pins and wins. Uh, Really nice hard strikes from both men, especially Gunther, obviously. Strong performance from both men, really like Sammy's resilience in this match. The finish, it was unfortunate, but it adds a lot of hatred between Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn and Imperium, so I thought the match was good, 7 out of 10. We got Imperium. They attack Kevin Owens and Sammy after the match. Out comes Matt Riddle. He hobbles his way down to the ring and he nails Geo with a knee to the face and then goes to freaking town on, on Imperium with the crutch. He bends the crutch and yeah, he was smacking them really hard with it. So I was laughing. They were running off. Thumbs up. Good little spot right there. Oh no. Here comes Natalia. She is interviewed. She is shaken but not stirred. She demands respect. From Ripley, I doubt she will get it. We got Finn Balor versus Carmelo Hayes. Melo with a nice springboard offense with a nice springboard leg drop and a sky-high DDT, man. He got some height on that DDT. Looked really good. Thumbs up. Finn nails a nasty gut buster. Corner drop kick, coup de gras, and Balor picks up a W. Melo was repping NXT. Well, man, he put up a really good fight against one of the best on Raw. Finn taking some heavy shots, man. He had the handprints all over his chest. Really good match right here. Seven and a half out of ten. We move on. It is Cody Rhodes getting interviewed now. He gives props to Don Mysterio for his cheap shots. He admits that they have been effective. They have been pissing him off. But we shall see what Dom can do when Cody is ready for him and they're actually fighting. Good, solid little quick promo right here. We go to a match. It is Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest with Dom Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. This is your main event. Cody hits a pedigree just straight up, but uh, uh, Damian just kind of rolls away. Didn't I guess it's not as effective when Cody does it over Triple H. Judgment Day interfere. Priest hits a South of Heaven choke slam into a near fall right there. 
Cody counters a razor's edge, pushing Priest into Dom. Cody Cutter, crossroads, pins, and wins. Uh, pretty standard match right here. I mean, they're definitely playing it safe. This is a go-home show, so don't want to risk anybody getting hurt. Both men got in their offense. I mean, standard stuff. Judgment Day with lots of distractions. Solid, entertaining main event match. After Dom cheat shots... Uh, Rhodes one more time and he runs off yet again and the show ends. I thought it was an enjoyable go home raw this week. I mean, Kevin allowed to explode again. It's always, I always love it, but I think they have gold with the trying to keep him calm and him like just, oh, he's so pent up. Really good shit. I hope they go back to that every once in a while. Uh, Solid wrestling throughout this show. A lot of it was pretty good. Uh, The Women's Money in the Bank Summit has me extremely excited for the match. I like the people that are in there right now. I'm hoping EO Sky gets it, but fuck, who knows at this point. But it should be a really banger of a match. Uh, Some nice heat added as well for Rhodes and Dom and Imperium, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Well done this week. I thought it was 7.5. And now we'll move on to NXT. This is Gold Rush week number two. And they're starting off the show with the NXT Women's Championship match. Tiffany Stratton defending against Thea Hale with Duke Hudson. Thea off to a really hot start. Gulak and Dempsey decide they're going to come out and watch the match. Thea takes a gnarly bump onto the apron. Then Tiffany hits her with a nasty stomp. Ouch. Dempsey assists Stratton by moving the ropes. Gulak distracts the referee. Thea locks in a Kimura. Stratton taps out, but the referee misses it. Tiffany rolls up a distracted Thea Hale to retain the championship. I mean, damn you, Dempsey and Gulak. You ruined it for Thea. Hale was fantastic in this match, hitting big offense. Her selling was great. Hell yeah, y'all. And then the champion, Stratton, I mean, solid performance from her as well. Good, solid, sneaky heel performance, getting the victory. It was a really good match. I enjoyed this. Seven and a half out of ten. And then after you got Dempsey and Gulak, they attack Duke Hudson, and out comes. It's Andre Chase, baby. He is back, and he is there for the save. So Chase U is fully back together now so we'll see what the future is going to be with chase U. is there going to be a breakup between them i would imagine probably after they go through dempsey and gulak but hell yeah it was a really fun match for thea hale i think that might have been the best match i've seen her in so far good shit we move on as the nxt tag team championship match it is gallus defending against blade and anofe we got Stax. He runs down, gunning for Mark Coffey. He hits Enofe instead, smashing him into the steel steps. Gallus hit their finisher to retain the tag team championships. Uh, a bit confusing there on the ending, um, but it was a solid performance from Blade and Enofe. I mean, I've been rooting for these guys for a while. It was nice that they got their chance. I didn't feel very strong that they would win it, but it was a good showing from them. Good, solid performances all around. Solid match. We move on. It is an interview with the metaphor from Mackenzie. Legend and Jackson call out Ronda and Shayna for their tag team championships. So that's going to be more than likely their next opponents. I mean, we haven't seen a lot out of Legend and Jackson just yet, but it might be a decent, decent little match. Now we have the schism. They're having a family talk in the ring. You know, a nice private conversation. Let's do it in front of an audience. The Dyad are beginning to realize they don't really need Gacy or Ava anymore, but Gacy defends the family, trying to calm everybody down. 
The Creeds arrive, calling Schism mean names, looking for a fight. Gacy accepts a match for the Dyad in a Loser Leaves NXT match. Oh, shit. This is a good segment right here. One of these teams is going to get the the call up. I think the Creeds are ready, man. They've I think they've done just about everything they can do down here on NXT. They've been champions. I can see them moving up. That that makes a lot of sense for me. I'd be good with that. They're a fucking awesome team. I think they would fit in really well on the main roster. And then with the Dyad, personally, I would like them to go through a breakup situation, have the Dyad go up against the Schism. I think that's uh, unexplored territory. It's just sitting there. I think you should go ahead and do that. All right, so that's a thumbs up. Good segment. We got Mello and Trick Williams. They're hanging out backstage, and they are met by Rhea Ripley. Oh, snap. She has a warning message from the Judgment Day. So pretty nice to see Rhea Ripley back in NXT. Everyone's always happy to see her. We got a Heritage Cup match. It is Nathan Frazier with Leon defending against Dragon Lee with Feroice. Axiom comes out to watch the match as well. Dragon hits a top rope Rana. Frazier hangs on, rolls up Lee for the first fall. I thought that was a really cool move right there. Good sequence. Thumbs up. Lee comes back with a deadlift powerbomb to tie it up at one. That was also very cool. Dragon then full sprint. Uh, Frazier flips him. Lee goes flying into the corner. That was wicked, man. Like, he got so much speed, and Frazier just sent him freaking flying, man. I'm going to get that thumbs up. That was really cool. Dragon counters into another wicked powerbomb. Frazier out at two on that one. Both men trading pinfall counters. Clock ticking down. Frazier catches Dragon with a pin with one second left to retain the Heritage Cup championship or trophy, whatever. Uh... I kind of feel like they messed up the timing there at the ending. They were, I don't know, they, they, it was definitely a little bit of a struggle going on right there. But regardless, this match was great. Chemistry off the charts between Dragon and Frazier. Utilizing the rounds well, except for like that last few seconds of the match. Other than that, really like what they were doing with the three-minute rounds. And lots of nice counters. Just really strong wrestling. Nice near falls. Eight out of ten. Great match. We move on, it is Eddie Thorpe and Damon Kemp. They're having a little training session together. It appears that they are friends, but only for a bit because they're going to be fighting in the returning underground. So there was a moment there where Shane McMahon had this like underground fight club thing. It was one of the most horrendous things I've ever seen put to television. It was so cringy, so terrible. Shane McMahon was god-awful. He ruined everything. Trying to be this like hype man, and oh, it was bad. So... I think they're. I don't know if they're going to do the exact same thing. Regardless, Shane McMahon's not going to be involved, so it has a chance to be uh, better. But we'll see how this goes. I don't like when they try to do like real fight. It just doesn't work. So we'll we'll move on. Wesley and Tyler Bate are arguing about Mustafa Ali's refereeing last week. Mustafa wants a shot at the title now versus Lee, but this time, Tyler Bate wants to be the guest ref. So, all right, I'm fine with this. This little group of three guys here, they're kind of mixing it all together. I really like it. I like the chemistry with the wrestling, so I'm looking forward to the the three of these guys getting it on, King. It's going to be good stuff. And now we got Von Wagner. What's he got this week? Uh, Well, apparently, he doesn't want to talk with Mr. Stone this week, and this was a very rough performance for Von. Just just awful. Thumbs down. Gigi Dolan versus Kiana James is up next. We got Kiana. She grabs her loaded purse. Swings. She misses. Gigi hits a very ugly looking kick. Crucif- crucifix bomb picks up the dub. 
Kiana, a sore loser, attacks Gigi with her purse after the match. It is filled with paint cans, and James uh, pours paint onto Gigi. This match kind of sucked. Meh. Moving on. The Dawn gets a visit from Joe Coffey. He tells Tony that Stax was the one who sold him out. Oh my god. Joe plays a tape revealing Stax saying he's done being the underboss. Oh, Stax, you're going to be sleeping with the fishes right over here. But, I mean, honestly, uh, the family as a stable has been just, I don't know. It's a family of two people. I've oh, I've been on it ever since they've been doing it. I you got to have more people added, and now it seems they're going to break it up. I'm confused. Moving on, it's JC Jane. She is talking trash about Lyra, Valkyria, and Lyra is standing right behind her. So Lyra drop, drops Jane with a punch, and then a wild Zoe Starks appears for no apparent reason. She just appears. We move on, it is the main event NXT Championship match Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams defending against Baron Corbin with a nice new metal entrance theme. I liked it. Baron sends Melo flying with a massive. Boot to the face. Carmelo's doing the big old backflip sell. Loved it. Thumbs up. Melo squashes Corbin with a beautiful frog splash. Corbin hits an FU and then a choke slam. Backbreaker combo. Well done, Baron. Baron then power bombs Melo viciously into the edge of the announce table. I mean, oh my god, that just ouch. Beyond ouch. Corbin hits a outrageous deep six. The spin, the violence looked amazing. Melo barely kicking out of that. Hayes battles back, hitting an apron DDT, nothing but net, pins, and retains the NXT Championship. I mean, whoo, hell of a match. I mean, wow. Great performance from the champion. Selling was on point, great moves, great offense, and taking some serious bump. That table bump was, oh my god, you're going to be hurting for a while after that one. And Baron freaking Corbin, man, what is up? Stepping up to the plate, baby. Another great performance. Love this match. Eight and a half out of ten. This was fantastic. And we got Braun Breaker having a teenage hissy fit in Shawn Michaels' office. Uh, Braun says, we will know next week what he is very upset about. Okie dokie. And that is the end of the show. Uh, You know, a couple low points there. Really starting to lose hope here in Gigi Dolan. Just like, ever since the breakup, I was expecting so much more out of the rivalry between her and Jane. It really didn't do a whole lot for either of them. And now it seems that they're kind of just there I don't really know what the future is going to be for these for those two women but starting to lose faith along with Von Wagner that was just awful this week but Thea Hale man the coming out party continues I'm telling you I've been saying this for a while she is a star in the making she is just wow loving Thea Hale Mello and Carmelo Hayes finding their groove really enjoying the feud so far between Baron Corbin and Carmelo very good stuff Heritage Cup, really enjoyed that as well. And it's going to be really interesting how they do the underground. I mean, I'm not looking forward to it, but it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to try and do with it. I mean, the the, the concept is, is there. It's kind of interesting. I just, again, I don't like when they try to do real fighting with, with you know, the WWE brand. Like, it just, it never seems to work. We, we remind ourselves of... Um, fuck what was that awful tournament way back in the day brawl for all i mean okay so if you're unfamiliar with brawl for all i mean look it up on youtube there's tons of things but it was a a legit fighting tournament that they had and it ended up being a fucking disaster one of the worst things that ever ever took place but anyway we'll see how that goes i really enjoyed this nxt this week seven and a half 
at it then. And okay, so this week's going to be a bit different. I normally will do a separate episode for uh, pay-per-views and whatnot. Since Money in the Bank is going to be weird this weekend, they're going to do it on Saturday at 3 p.m. I'm just going to throw it into this review that will be last, so just so as you know. We'll move on now. Let's go. Let's go to AEW Dynamite. They were still in Hamilton, Ontario. Really would have loved to go to the show again. Just too far. My voice was a little bit haggard. I'm still, you know, I, there was a, I'm good. I had, a, I had my share of wrestling. And on top of that, my wife and I decided we are going to go to Impact. Wrestling is coming to Toronto in, July, I don't know, soon. They're going to have a pay-per-view emergence. Uh, my wife and I picked up some tickets to that. We're going to be front row, so that'll be fun. Anyway. Dynamite in Hamilton, kicking off with John Moxley and the Blackpool Combat Club versus Tomohiro Ishii. Good lord, what an opening match. Here we go. Immediately, they start beating the shit out of each other, as expected. You know, chops, biting, everything. Great stuff. Eddie Kingston arrives. He grabs a chair, crowd going fucking nuts. Moxley laying in the elbows. Ishii gives Moxley the finger, just eating the elbows for breakfast. That was funny. Ishii gets into a headbutt off with Moxley. Moxley busted open pretty badly off of that one. Ishii hits a running forearm, can't keep Moxley down, and takes multiple Death Riders to put down Ishii finally. Moxley with the W. I mean, wow, just another epic battle from the legendary Pitbull Ishii and Moxley. These two have met before. If you've seen these matches before, you know exactly what you were going to get out of this match, and they, they delivered again. Just a fucking brutal war. I mean, goodness. And what a way to open up the show. 8 out of 10. What a great brawl. Uh, Moxley still has the energy to chirp with Eddie Kingston while celebrating his victory. This continues backstage. Renee, Moxley's wife, gets very pissed off and just wants everybody to be friends again. Moving on, it is Adam Cole, baby. He's feeling better now. He's back. That's nice. I mean, I would have loved to see him, but apparently he was sick. MJF is also here. He's giving Cole a hard time about being too sick for Forbidden Door, but he still wants to be buds. So, pretty funny little segment here. I love when MJF is being a bit of a goofball. We move on. It is a trios tag team match. We got Orange Cassidy, El Vikingo, and Keith Lee with his hair dyed back to black. So, that's cool and a very weird trio right there. Versus the JAS, Garcia, Cool Hand Ange, and Matt Menard. Orange Cassidy stealing Angelo's nice new comb. They battle over it. Pretty funny spot. JAS cutting off the ring. Keith Lee finally gets in there. The crowd losing it for him. Keith Lee gets triple teamed. Garcia dances on Keith Lee's back. That was, oh, Danny, you're so outrageous. Lee using Viking Co. as a weapon. Just fucking throwing him around. Great stuff. Lee... Lee ends Menard with a massive power slam, and the good guys get the W right here. I mean, JS cutting the ring off for a very long time. A little bit too long, but it does lead to that fantastic build for the Keith Lee hot tag. Orange and Viking go. Oh my goodness, dude. Great high flying from them, as always. And, of course, you got that Orange Cassidy comedy. Solid match overall. We move on. It is the Elite. They are trying to cut a promo backstage, but the Dark Order interrupt... Uh, the Bucks brush them off, like, get out of here or whatever. And Dark Order's like, no, 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 no. We ain't going any anywhere. We want to fight, and they're sick and tired of Adam Cole. I mean, not Adam Cole, Adam Page and all that stuff. So, fuck yeah, Dark Order. You you get yourself yours, and they're going to have that match right now. It is a trios match. Dark Order versus the Elite. 
And I'm telling you, man, Johnny Hungy, he means business. He wants Hangman in the ring right now, so they go at it. Dark Order hit a huge, huge combo on Paige with a big old near fall right there. I love when Dark Order do that. It's like a five-move combo. It's very fast. It's fluid. It looks great. Love it. And Bucks hit the BTE trigger. Hangman takes off Johnny Hungy's head with the Buckshot Lariat for the W. And, man, love when Dark Order go to work, man. Like, sometimes, like they're mostly fun, you know, easygoing guys. But when they get the business, man, they are pretty fucking enjoyable to watch. Really like that. Great performance all around from them. Young Bucks, I mean, obviously, nice high-flying. Great tag team offense. 7.5 out of 10. Really good match. And then we got the Blackpool Combat Club attack the Elite. Dark Order, they're like, we don't give a shit. They bounce. Moxley challenges the Elite to blood and guts. July 19th in Boston. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Blood and guts. Moxley, oh, that is going to be awesome. We move on. It is Roderick Strong. He talks with Adam Cole backstage. MGF interrupts, tells Cole, we're getting the hell out of here. We're going to go party. Cole hugs Roddy and goes with Maxwell. So, okay, just a little bit more story here. So MJF and Cole kind of becoming buddies. Kind of cute. And now it is time for Heel Jungle Boys. What do we call him now? Jing- uh, like, he can't be a boy no more, right? But all right, let's see what he's got. He claims that the fans have betrayed him, all that stuff. Jack is going to kick Hook's ass. This summons Hook. He chases Jungle Boy out of the building. Jungle Boy makes a epic dive into his car for the escape. That was great. Thumbs up for that. And, uh, you know, pretty good start for the heel Jungle Boy. He was uh, Solid heel work. And he definitely looks like he's having fun with it. I think he's going to have a lot of fun being a heel. It, like, when you've been a babyface for so many years, I feel like the heel role is just, oh, it must be a lot of fun. Moving on. It is uh, Alexa Nicole going up against Ruby Soho with the Outcast. Outcasts interfere. Ruby picks up the quick W. Eh, it was whatever. Ruby cuts a promo on Britt Baker, making fun of her being sick. Uh, Bebe being sick calls the whole their whole family weak. Eh, you know, a decent heel promo right here from Ruby. We move on. It is the main event. We got a tornado tag, baby. No tags, no rules. Let's get into it. It's Sammy Guevara and the pain maker, Chris Jericho, versus Sting and Darby Allen. So Darby gets sent, like, fully into the steel steps. He does, like, a front flip over them and then lands on uh, the barricade, like, the steel barricade, and he, like, cracks his back. I mean, oh, that just looked painful. Jericho hits Sting with a piece of paper and then makes him eat it. I mean, only Chris Jericho can make that look good. Guevara hits a cutter off of the barricade. I mean, come on, dude. That's so awesome. Darby goes nuts. Coffin drop off of the top to the floor, overshoots the jump, and lands mostly on his back. I mean, fuck, dude. That just painful. Sting, not to be outdone, sets Sammy up on a table, jumps off of a ladder, and just face plants into Sammy's knees and the side of a table. Sting is dead. Thumbs up. Jericho sent headfirst into the ladder. He's busted open. Sting comes back from the dead, gets it on with Jericho one more time, kicks out of the Judas effect. Sting locks in the deathlock, and Jericho forced to tap out. Sting, God, you are, you're fucking crazy, dude. You're like 60-something years old, still going through tables, jumping off of ladders. Wow. Legend. Legend. Sting, oldest man in this match, and he was taking the craziest bumps out of everybody, and that's saying something when you got Darby Allen in the ring, but 
Wow, just a very, very entertaining match. I love this. Eight and a half out of ten. And that is the end of the show. The Canadian tour for AEW staying hot. Great show. Great crowd. They were loud. The veterans on this card were shining in the ring tonight. I mean, Ishii, Moxley, Sting. Like, wow. Out of control. Great show. Eight out of ten. We'll move on. Let's do Rampage because they were still in uh, Hamilton there. Just got to find where the fuck is Rampage. There's Rampage. Starting off with a Ring of Honor championship match. It is Claudio defending against Commander. Oh, baby. Let's go. Commander losing his balance. He does a backflip to recover and then nails a lovely dive on Claudio. I mean, wow. Commander then walks the barricade into a shooting star press onto Claudio. Wow. Thumbs up. Commander leaps into a gnarly uppercut from the champion, and the referee has to call the match. Claudio retains. Uh, That finish wasn't my favorite, but this match was great. I mean, dude, Commander with tons of awesome awesome high-flying moves. Even when he messes up, dude, he does does a backflip, and even his mistakes look awesome. I mean, fuck, this guy is fantastic. Really strong chemistry in the ring. Really liked the the combination of the high flying and the powerhouse of Claudio. Worked really well in the ring. 8 out of 10. We move on. It is Blade with the Butcher versus Sean Spears, baby. Oh, my wife and I were so sad that we didn't get to see Sean Spears. Uh, we love this guy. He was known as the, the Perfect 10 in WWE. It didn't really work there. He's really been trying to find his footing here in AEW. Been rooting for this guy hard. Let's hope for the best. Spears battles through the shenanigans, hits a C4 for the W. Yay, Sean Spears gets the dub. Very quick, short match, not much to say, sadly. We move on, it is QT Marshall and Johnny TV making his AEW debut in the ring versus Matt Hardy and Brother Zay. QT knocks Zay off of the top rope. Johnny hits Starship Payne for the W. Just a good, fun tag team match, man. Johnny looking really good in his debut. Hasn't missed a beat. Guy's awesome. Crowd loving Matt Hardy, of course, because he's the fucking man. No Jeff Hardy out there. 7 out of 10. Good match. We got QTV attack after the match. Ethan Page defending and gets the assist from the Acclaim. So they come out. Everyone's having a good time. Fun little moment. We move on is the main event. It is Tyra, or sorry, Taya, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, whatever, versus Hikaru Shida. Oh, yeah. Taya attempting Road to Valhalla. It is countered into a roll-up by Shida for the W. Good, solid fight, man. She, uh, Shida was throwing some heat behind her strikes in this match, man. She was just throwing it. 7 out of 10. Good match. And that's the end of the show. Just a really good, strong show. Good crowd. Good wrestling. 7 and a half out of 10. We'll go back to the WWE now. We'll go to SmackDown. They're in London now, so they're in the O2 Arena. They haven't been back to London in four years, and the crowd made themselves known. They were fucking on fire, baby. So we're starting off with an undisputed tag team championship match. It is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending against Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly nail a cool uh, code breaker type move, and then nail a spilt milk on Kevin. Sammy in for the save right there. Sammy fires back, hits an exploder into the corner. KO nails a stunner, haluva kick, and the champions retain. Crowd absolutely on fire for this match. Match overall, I mean, nothing really special. Kind of your standard tag team match. Have to take into account, Money in the Bank is go- was taking place the next day. So they're not going to go over the top with the wrestling. Don't want anybody to get hurt, but solid match. 
and a good way to start off the show. We got Austin Theory up next versus Ridge Holland. Ridge on fire until Theory chops Holland in the throat. He's selling that big time. Then he gets nailed with a rolling drop kick to the throat. Pins and wins. And yeah, that was like super underwhelming. I, I didn't like that. The finish was weird. I've never seen Theory do throat maneuvers like that before. So I don't really know. But the crowd gave them everything. I mean, you gotta give, I got to shout the crowd out. They were great. We got Bailey with EO Sky versus Shotzi Blackheart up next. Bailey putting up her money in the bank spot in this match. EO saves Bailey, putting her foot on the ropes. Bailey picks up the W here. She will remain in the money in the bank match. So, a bit of a pointless match. All said and done, it was meh. Damage control attacks Shotzi backstage, cutting a chunk out of her hair. That is just fucked up. So, are we going to see um, Shotzi with a new haircut coming up? Maybe she's going to go with a Ruby Soho type of look. I don't really care. Moving on, it is the Waller effect with Logan Paul. Logan's super duper cocky. He is going to win at Money in the Bank. Out comes LA Knight. Yeah, the crowd absolutely explodes. Yeah, gotta love it. Escobar makes his presence known. Butch runs out right. He just goes right for Logan Paul, punches him right in the face. That was funny. And now we have a match. It's a triple threat match. Butch versus LA Knight versus Escobar. Butch nails the bitter end here for the W. I mean, very short match, but it was like an adrenaline shot. Short but sweet. Paul eats a dive. He looks like a dummy. Crowd was eating up everything that LA Knight was doing. And just a really solid match. Butch grabs the briefcase. He celebrates. I doubt he will win money in the bank. But, I mean, someday, Butch. Someday, buddy. We got a women's championship match. It is Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. I mean, on paper, the show was pretty loaded. Just overall, it wasn't that good. Anyway, Bianca uh, brought herself, uh, sorry, bought herself a front row ticket for this match. She's there with the fans. She's got her ticket, having a good time. Charlotte, with a moonsault to the outside, looks terrible. Bianca throws hands at Asuka, getting Charlotte disqualified. Brawl breaks out. Bianca plants Asuka and Flair with KODs onto the announce table. That that was great. Thumbs up for that. Match was, I mean, it wasn't very good before it got disqualified. Charlotte, man, it looks rusty as fuck, man. Like, everything that she's doing is a little bit off. Her kicks are off. That moonsault, she barely got anything on Asuka. I mean, I this is what happens. She's getting too complacent. She's too cocky in herself. She thinks that she can only wrestle. She only has to wrestle four or five times a year, and that rust isn't going to show. It's showing. It's showing really, really badly. So this match sucked. We got the bloodline now. They take 15 minutes to get to the ring. Acknowledgement takes place. Roman says he is willing to give the Usos infinite chances as long as they acknowledge the tribal chief. The Usos make their arrival. They tease Solo is going to turn on Roman Reigns. Brawl breaks out. Usos dive onto Roman as the show ends. Um, fantastic crowd in London. I mean, they were they were hot. They were loving it. And But the show was pretty meh, man. It was a, a go-home SmackDown, so I wasn't expecting all that much. But uh, yeah, not, not the best. I mean, is Solo Sokoa going to do the thing? I'm predicting that. I don't know, it might be a little bit too early to pull that trigger, but at some point, Solo is going to turn on Roman, and then they're going to make a big push for Solo Sokoa, which I'm fine with. I like Solo. SmackDown, 5 out of 10. You can skip this show if you want to, unless you want to see a very hot London crowd, which they were fantastic. 
And finally, we get to Collision. They were still in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, which is fantastic. And just a little side note, I am going to be putting the Money in the Bank review on a separate episode. I thought I was going to be able to get through it last night. Wasn't able to get through the whole entire show, so I'm just going to do my normal recap show without the pay-per-view in it, and then we'll do the pay-per-view on its own. I got through most of it, just not all of it. So, let's get through Collision. Um, We're starting off with MJF going up against uh, a feller called Kip Morst. He's just from Hamilton, just a local wrestler. The champ puts away Kip really quickly, grabs the microphone, he starts trash-talking the Canadian crowd. MJF feeling really generous, he offers up another title shot to anybody from Hamilton. Out comes some large uh, local man, he comes out, but he gets pushed aside by Hamilton's own Ethan Page. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, We got Ethan, he cuts a wicked fucking babyface promo, challenges MJF, really good promo right here from Ethan Page, fired up, hell yeah, we go on to the match, it is AEW Championship, MJF defending against Ethan Page, so MJF is wearing down Ethan's knee all throughout the match, working that thing down, Page rallies back, hits a top rope power slam, tries an ego's edge, but his knee gives out, MJF capitalizes, hits him with a dragon screw, Heat Seeker pins and retains the championship. A fun way to open up the show. Really cool to see Ethan Page getting cheered for. I think that might be the first time that I ever saw that. And yeah, man, you can't really go wrong with the AEW Championship match to open up the show. Hometown boy, 7 out of 10. We got an Owen Hart tournament match. It is Dustin Rhodes versus Powerhouse Hobbs with QT Marshall. So QT interfering all throughout this match. He tossed Dustin into the ring post. And as is tradition, Dustin Rhodes is a bloody mess. Dustin battles back, hits a crossroads, pile driver. Hobbs kicks out of that. God damn. Dustin hulks up out of Hobbs' spine buster, which no one's ever kicked out of. Dustin just pops up at one. That was impressive. QT with another cheap shot. Rhodes. Hobbs hits another spine buster for the W. Dustin pulling out all the stops in this match. Super resilient performance. Uh, It's kind of just what he does. He bleeds a bunch, gets his ass kicked, like damn near gets beaten half to death, rallies back, and then rather he gets the win or he doesn't. And yeah, just a very classic, good formula, kind of old school, always got to have the blood. It's not a Dustin Rhodes match unless there's blood. Really good match, man. Seven and a half at it then. We move on. It is Miro going up against Anthony Henry. Henry getting tossed around like a fucking rag doll, and he's getting beaten down uh, viciously by Miro. We get a flurry of strikes from Anthony trying to come back. This temporarily stuns Miro, but not for very long. Miro hits a pump kick, camel clutch, Henry taps out. Miro looking extremely dominant in this match, just a you know solid squash match. We got Tony Schiavone interviewing the Bullet Club. We got uh, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and the new additions. They're calling themselves the Golden Guns now, Austin and Colt Gunn. Jay White warns CM Punk to keep his title hidden. Don't take it out of his bag or he gonna take it, okay? And then they call out FTR for their tag team championships. FTR fire back with CM Punk and Ricky Stocks. They accept the challenge. Pretty cool. 
We move on. It is another Owen Hart tournament match. It's Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson. So all members of Bullet Club are banned from ringside. Thank God. Ricky counters a roll-up into one of his own for a very resilient victory. Really good match right here. Juice entertaining. I love when... He's yelling all throughout the match, and whenever he says Ricky, it just reminds me of Conky, the the puppet from fucking Trailer Park Boys. I just, every time I hear him scream, it just, I get flashbacks of that episode. 7 out of 10, good match. We got Bullet Club, they appear, they get chased off by CM Punk and FTR. We got Christian and Luchasaurus, they get met backstage by... Sean Spears, oh fuck yeah, he has interest in the TNT Championship, and oh yeah, that would be, yes please, more Sean Spears. We got a TBS Championship match, it is Chris Statlander defending against Lady Frost. Chris Blast Frost with a heavy lariat, Saturday Night Favor pins and retains the championship. Really solid competitive match. Frost showing off her gymnastic background all throughout this match. Nice counters, good pace to the match, good back and forth. Just a really solid match. Good stuff. We got Andrade backstage. He is super duper fired up because House of Black is being mean to him. A House of Black video plays trolling him in this further angers Andrade. Stop messing with my boy, man. It's not cool. We move on. It is the main event. Owen Hart. Tournament match, it is Roddy Roddy Strong versus Samoa Joe. Wow, and we got CM Punk joining commentary for this one. And they said on commentary, like, really blew my mind that these two haven't been the ring against each other in 17 years. I mean, wow, I feel like these guys were always in the ring together. Like, I kind of, I don't know if they're forgetting WWE. Like, was there not a time that they got into it in WWE? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't because injuries and all that shit. But anyway... We move on. We got the heavy chops getting traded in the ring. I mean, oh my god. I mean, Samoa Joe, legendary chops. And Roderick Strong, no slouch himself. Just, woo, goddamn, just yum. Roddy nails a angle slam. I just, I have to shout that out. I love me an angle slam. Joe catches Roddy slipping, applies the coquina clutch. I think, no, wait. Is that what it's called? Yeah, no, I don't know. The clutch. Roderick out like a light. He passes out and Joe advances and he's going to be facing CM Punk in the second round of the tournament. That is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Just a nice classic Ring of Honor style match. A little old school. I was digging it. Heavy strikes from both men. Just a good match. 7 out of 10. Joe and Punk start mouthing off with each other. Joe attacks Roddy and Roddy needs to be taken out on a stretcher. He got fucked up pretty good. Adam Cole, baby. He comes out to uh, support his homie Roderick, and that is the end of the show. Pretty good. I mean, the Owen Hart tournament going well. I am actually quite excited to see CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Like, their classic battles that they had in 2004 in Ring of Honor. I mean, holy shit. Kind of the, the thing of legend for me growing up. Like, I always heard about these legendary matches and these two legendary wrestlers, but... It took me quite a few years later on until I was able to finally see them with my own eyes. And yeah, man, I mean, it's not 2004 no more, but I'm still pretty excited to see how that's going to go down. You got Bullet Club, they're uh, building up yet again, so we're going to probably see uh, Bullet Club become a powerhouse. I'd love for them to go after the Elite, and there's like, there's so many more, there's so much they can do. And then just strong wrestling throughout the show, good stuff, good good collision, 7 out of 10. So, we'll move on now to um, the three stars of the week. 
this is going to be tricky uh, because I haven't finished uh, Money in the Bank just yet, and I have a Money in the Bank uh, thing here in my three stars, so bear with me. This is going to be tricky. So uh, I might just move out the Money in the Bank, and we'll save that for next week's three stars, but this is a loaded up three stars, y'all, because I got the the pay-per-view Forbidden Door last week. There was just a lot of good wrestling, so we're going to be kind of hefty on the shout-outs, but we got Dragon Lee versus Frazier. Nathan Frazier, that Heritage Cup match on NXT this week. Just a great match. Really enjoyed the way that they're utilizing the three-minute rounds. I normally don't like the whole rounds idea, but they made it work. Great match this week. John Moxley versus Ishii. If you haven't seen it before, you want to see a couple of legends just beat the shit out of each other. You can't go wrong with Moxley versus Ishii on Dynamite this week. Great match. Claudio versus Commander on Rampage. Again, just awesome. I believe that was for the Ring of Honor Championship. Commander, one of the most entertaining high-flying wrestlers that I've seen. And Claudio just doing the Claudio thing. Another great match this week. And then in terms of Forbidden Door matches, I mean, I didn't like rate them out of numbers except for the Omega match. But you really can't go wrong with a lot of what was going down at Forbidden Door. Fatal 4-Way match with Orange Cassidy was fantastic. 10-man tag was great. Um, Okada versus Danielson uh, didn't quite live up to the hype that I was I was hoping for, but it was still really good. I mean, shit, you just go down the list, man. It was a fantastic show. Absolutely worth your time. Just a, a absolute like love letter to wrestling with New Japan. For, like You're getting so many dream matches and... A ton of fun. So now, with that being said, let's go to the official three stars. With the third star, and this is this is a lot of fun. It's Carmelo Hayes versus Baron Corbin NXT Championship match on NXT this week. Blew me away. I mean, holy shit. Might have been, probably is the best match I've seen Baron Corbin in. He was excellent. Carmelo Hayes has really found his groove now as the champion. Putting on really good matches consistently now. And... Yeah, man, he got a lot out of Baron Corbin. I'm actually really digging their rivalry right now. And yeah, that was a great match. Go out of your way. If you want to see Baron Corbin like do good in the ring, check out that match. Second star of the week is going to Sting and Darby versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara on Dynamite. Just a fucking spectacle. Oddly enough, it's like the 65-year-old Sting that was doing a lot of the big crazy shit in this match. I have to give extra points for staying. Just still getting it done and blowing me away. Excellent, really fun match. And of course, Chris Jericho, so entertaining all the time. And then, first star of the week, by far without question, is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega, Forbidden Door. That's a 10 out of 10 match. One of the best matches. People are saying this is the greatest wrestling match ever. Um... I can't say definitively right now, but it is absolutely easily top three on my list already. I would have to go back and rewatch some of those Shawn Michaels, Undertaker matches and stuff like that. But Kenny Omega versus Osprey was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I was there live. I can't believe I got to experience that live. I was freaking out like a girl experiencing the Beatles in the 60s. I was like, my knees were quivering when he kicked out of the fucking goddamn... One Winning Angel, it's a long match, it's a marathon, it's 40 minutes long, but it's 40 minutes of top-notch, I don't know if you're going to get any better than this wrestling, I shit you not, I'm not just saying that, it was amazing. 10 out of 10, one of the best matches I've ever seen by far, and goddamn, please 
Go out of your way to check it out. It is incredible. And that is going to be the show, everybody. I will be putting out the Money in the Bank review as soon as I finish it off. It's just a fucking pay-per-view, man. They're all fucking 800 hours now, so, you know. It takes a while to get through all the wrestling now. And Collision, being on Saturday nights, has really kind of thrown a monkey wrench into how I've done everything. So it really just... Yeah, so thanks a lot for that Collision, though I, I am appreciative of the show. It's a pretty good show so far. But that is it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know without spoilers how you've enjoyed Money in the Bank so far. I, I was really digging it so far. I literally just have the last, I think it's the last match, maybe two matches uh, to watch, and I'm done. So, yeah, I'm right there, ready to do my review on that. So, it'll pre- probably be coming up tomorrow or the day after. And I got uh, Final Fantasy VI. Going to be talking about that this week on the GamerCast. So, back into the Retro Backlog series. So, that will be a lot of fun. The week after that, I already have the episode recorded for the GamerCast. Going to be doing, uh, talking about some underrated games. So, I just feeling about talking about, giving some love to some games in my past that I feel are underappreciated. So, that'll be next next week's episode. You can check that one out. Let me know what underrated games that you love the most throughout your days as a gamer. And we'll be doing the hockey cast this week, of course. Free agency is wide open. $650 million thrown around yesterday in the hockey world. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things to discuss in terms of hockey this week. So, we'll be doing that, of course. So, stick around with the GX Hockey or GX Plus cast. We'll be doing all that stuff. All these get uploaded now to YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, you can go over there and check out the YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos. The link is down below. Playing through Batman the Telltale series right now, which in my eyes is a little bit of an underrated game in that of itself, kind of just uh, during that era of Telltale dropping games every other day, but Batman kind of getting lost in the shuffle, I'm enjoying that game, so you want to watch me play that game, go over to the YouTube channel, check it out, let me know what you think, subscribe, like all that normal stuff, got an email address, got Twitter, you can follow, do all that stuff, send in your questions related to video games, hockey, or wrestling, I would love to hear from y'all, and Thank you again so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will be back again real soon with more GX Plus Cast.